Hi, y'all. This is Carrie D from Coffee with Carrie. It's such a privilege to do this adventure we call homeschooling with you. Thank you for tuning in and walking this homeschooling journey with us. If you're new to us, you can find us on Instagram at Coffee with Carrie Consultant or at our website, coffeewithcarrie.org. It's our prayer that our website, our homeschooling consulting services, and our podcast will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. Pour yourself a cup of coffee, put up your feet, and take a little coffee break with me. Welcome to our Passport to Learning podcast, where we will share how you can spend a year exploring countries and cultures and God's creation. Even if you can't literally travel the world because COVID-19 makes it impossible, or your schedule won't allow it, or your checkbook can't handle it, you can still spend the year learning while you travel. So get your passport, load up your library bag with some great books, add some spices to your kitchen, and let's get ready for a year of traveling. In this year-long Passport to Learning Geography and Travel Unit, you're basically picking three or four countries from each continent that you want to study each month. This means you're picking between 15 and 30 countries that you will explore and spend the year learning about. And you definitely want to use the one-room schoolhouse approach for this so that the whole family can travel and learn together. So in a nutshell, each trip, as we used to call them, you spend one or two weeks learning about one particular country. During that time, you're immersing yourself and your family in the country you're traveling to or studying. Each trip consists of doing the following things for each country. And you can check out our website, coffeewithcarry.org, for the list. So let's say when you're learning about Europe, you pick the three countries to be France, Germany, and Greece that you want to travel to and learn about. So when you quote-unquote travel, say to France, you'll read tons of picture books and chapter books about France. You'll locate France on the world map and draw the country's flag. Maybe you'll learn about the country's habitats and the native animals. Learn about the country's history, its culture, some of its holidays, and maybe even some famous people from France. You're going to make and eat some ethnic dishes. You're going to create some art projects from the country while listening to music of their country. And then you get to play some games from France. Or maybe there aren't any board games that are France-specific, but you can play some other geography games to learn about the region or just the continent of Europe. You're going to use math skills by playing cultural games of the country and cooking some ethnic dishes. And you're going to go on some field trips to explore the history, culture, animals, and the food of the country. I will give you a more specific example in just a minute. But first, let's talk about how to plan and organize your year of traveling. So, what did our itinerary look like? Well, our travel plans for the year basically went like this. In September, we always studied the United States. So we learned about the different uh, states and capitals. We learned about different regions. We definitely focused on California because that's where we're from. Then in October, we would move to North America. And we would spend one week learning about Canada, one week about Mexico. And then I would always pick one country from either Central America or the Caribbean. Then in November, we would move south. And we'd learn about three or four countries from South America. Then in December, we didn't really focus on a particular continent. We would always learn about Christmas around the world. So we would learn how other countries celebrated Christmas time. 
that in January we'd get back on our proverbial plane and we would fly to Europe and we would learn about three or four countries in Europe. And then in February, I would always do a little bit more of Europe um, and add the Middle East there. Then in March, and we would study uh, the region or the continent of Asia. And then in April, we would learn three or four countries from Africa. And then in May, we would learn about Australia, Antarctica, and then some other Oceania country. Now keep in mind, we did this travel year more than once in our homeschooling journey. When my daughter was in first grade, we did our first travel unit and spent the entire year learning about countries and cultures around the world. The next year, we learned about ancient history. The following school year, we learned about the Middle Ages, Renaissance, and Age of Exploration. The next school year, we learned about modern world history and U.S. history. Then the following year, when my daughter was in fifth grade, and now my son was in first grade, we did another year of travel. My kids were older this time, so we picked three or four different countries that we didn't learn about the first time we did our travel unit. So we learned about different countries the second time around. Then after doing our year of traveling, we spent three years cycling through the historical periods again until we got to modern world history and U.S. history. Then you guessed it. The following year, we started all over again by doing another year of traveling. This time, my daughter was in ninth grade and my son was in fifth grade. Since they were much older, we picked three or four completely new countries from each continent to focus on this time. So by the time my daughter graduated high school and my son got to high school, they had figuratively traveled the world three times over and learned about 75 plus different countries, including the Antarctica. I'm convinced my daughter loves to literally travel the world because she learned so much about God's world and his people so often in our homeschooling years. So the first thing you want to do is plan out your year or your itinerary. Where do you want to travel? Which countries will you learn about in North and Central America? Which countries will you learn about in Europe, the Middle East, Asia? What countries will you travel to in Africa, South America, and the Oceania region? Again, I have a helpful handout at our website, coffeewithcarry.org, that will help you organize your year, your travels, and your itinerary. So make sure you get your hands on that worksheet. Once you create your itinerary, then brainstorm and plan what you want to learn about in each country and what you want to do. And there was a method to my madness. I had theme days. I would print up my little grid handout for each country, and then I would list all the things I wanted to do for each country in each box. I also included this handout for you at our website, coffeewithcarry.org. So our different theme days went like this. On the first day, that was our overview and our geography day. So that was the day that I introduced the country we were going to be learning about. We would locate it on our map. We would find their flag sticker and put it in our little passports that we made. We would learn about their flag and we would draw it. We would read about the country in the Children's Atlas of God's World or the travel book. We would pray for the country using Windows of the World book. We would color and label the map of the country and of course, we always ate food on the first day from that particular country. Then on the second day, our theme was science. So we learned about the country's biomes and animals that live there. On the third day, we studied about the country's history and did some cultural studies. 
On the fourth day, we focused on the art and the music of that particular country. On the fifth day, we did some math activities and lots of cooking for that country. And then on the sixth day, we tried really hard to do some field trips that went along with that country. Remember, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. My favorite resource to help me plan and find doable activities was from a series called Trip Around the World by Carson Deloso. It's full of ideas, maps, and worksheets. I also highly recommend the book Give Your Child the World by Jamie Martin. It lists picture books and chapter books you can read for each region of the world. And don't leave out your older kids. Learn as a family. It's super easy and way more fun this way. Give your older kids and your high schoolers extra research reports to do. They can give presentations and even teach the rest of the family something they're learning independently about each country. You can even put them in charge of one of the theme days and let him or her plan the activities for the art or music day or for the math and cooking day. Put them in charge of some of the activities and watch them shine. And here's a little organizational tip. Before you start a new continent, or at least before you start a new country, gather all of the books you will need from the library, from your own bookshelves, and even from Amazon Prime if needed. And I would put all of the books for each continent into our travel basket so they were easy to find and use when I needed them. And it was also super easy to find them and bring them all back on time to the library. So let's say when you're traveling to North America, you decide to visit or learn about Mexico. Here's a little sample of what we would do. I also have this handout at the website. So let's say it's the first day and you're traveling to Mexico. The first day is the overview and geography day. So the first thing we would do is we would find the flag sticker for Mexico and we would put it in the cute little passports that we made. Then we would locate Mexico on the map. And then we would read about Mexico in the children's atlas of God's world. We would also learn about Mexico and how missionaries are working in Mexico by reading from windows of the world. We would find Mexico, like I said, on the map, and then I would print up maps of Mexico, and we would color and label them. And then for fun, I would always try and read one or two picture books. So, for instance, you might want to read Dear Primo, A Letter to My Cousin. Or, if all of your kids are older, then you can start reading a chapter from a chapter book. One of our favorites for Mexico was Cameron Townsend, Good News in Every Language. And then, of course, like I said, we would eat tons of Mexican food on the first day. Then the second day was our science theme day. This is where we studied about the biomes and the different animals. So when we went to Mexico, we always focused on the desert biome. So we would locate deserts in the book called Natural World, Usborn's Illustrated Encyclopedia. And we would also look for some really fun animals that live in that particular region of the world. I'd also read from the Cactus Hotel and the Cactus Soup. We would learn about javelinas and gila monsters and tortoises, because those are all really cool animals that live in that area and in the desert. We would investigate cactus. We would create potted cactus gardens. And we'd do some waterproof experiments to see how cactus retain their water. We would draw cactus and gila monsters and do copy work from a series called Draw Right Now. Then on the third day, that was our history and cultural studies theme day. 
I definitely wanted to make sure the kids learned about the Mayans and the Aztecs for history. We would also read about Mexican folk tales, or we would read the Mexican Cinderella story. We'd learn about Mexican holidays. When the kids were older, we learned about Cesar Chavez, the Mexican government, immigration, the Mexican-American War, or about the different explorers that made their way to Mexico. Then on the fourth day, our theme was art and music. So we would make piñatas or luminaries or Mexican flowers. We would listen to mariachi music or we would listen to worship music in Spanish. And my kids absolutely loved making 3D models of each country using homemade Play-Doh clay. So we would make a 3D map of Mexico and after it would dry, we would paint it. Or you can learn about particular artists or musicians that come from that particular country. So one year, we learned about Diego Rivera. We read the picture book, Diego. We made a couple of murals. We painted and drew some calla lilies. And we also read from Come Look With Me, Latin art, which is one of my favorite books to use for art studies. Then the fifth day was our math and cooking theme day. Basically, it was our game day. We would first read from one of my favorite series called Count Your Way. So in this particular country, we would read the book Count Your Way Through Mexico by Hastings. We would play Tomotita game. We would play jumping bean game. We would learn about pesos and the American dollar. We would pick favorite Mexican recipes that we wanted to cook. And then we would cook them while practicing our measuring and fraction and doubling skills. And I most definitely always learned about chocolate when we were in Mexico. We would play some geography games, and one of my favorites was playing Spanish version of Spot It. And then if we could, we would go on some field trips. So we couldn't really go down to Mexico. That wasn't in the cards for us. But we would drive to Palm Springs, and we would go to the Living Desert. We would go to the different botanical gardens in our area, and we would go to their desert gardens. We would take the metro and go visit Alvaro Street in L.A., we're lucky enough that the Norton Simon Museum in California actually has some of Diego's artwork, so we would go there and see them in person. We would definitely eat at a lot of Mexican restaurants, and when we could afford it and it was open, we would go to California Adventure and go to the Coco area. You may have heard me list some really great books or resources while I was sharing our travels to Mexico. Yes, there are certain books and resources I needed for the year and would use every week for each country. The first one you definitely want to get is the Children's Atlas of God's World. The second one that is really helpful is the Natural World, Usborne's Illustrated Encyclopedia. It's basically Animals of the World. You want to get your hands on Window on the World when we pray God works. It's a fabulous devotion about missionaries. You definitely want to get some Flags Around the World sticker books so that you can put little flag stickers in your passports every time you travel to a new country. You want to have some sort of world map on your wall. And you definitely want to get your hands on those two books I told you about, Trip Around the World and Another Trip Around the World by Carson Delosa. In case you didn't catch all of them, the list with links can be found at our website. Now, there's also a few other resources that you don't need to have but if you do have them, they'll make things a little easier and a little bit more fun. We definitely use the Draw Right Now series 
Books number four, six, seven, and eight were extremely helpful for the different animals and biomes we learned about. Global art, activities, projects, and inventions from around the world, that's a great book to help you with all your arts and crafts. There's another great book called Math Games and Activities from the World. So if you didn't think you'd be able to do any math, trust me, use this book. It's full of games from around the world. You definitely want to get your hands on at the library the series Count Your Way Through by James Haskins. They have Count Your Way Through Mexico, Count Your Way Through Arabia, Count Your Way Through China. And it's fabulous because each page will have each number, it'll tell you how to say it in that particular language, and then it'll have something about the country that has to do with that number. They're fabulous books. You want to get your hands on Celebrate Christmas Around the World in case you want to learn about how other countries celebrate Christmas during December. And then start investing in geography games. Some of our favorites are Geo Dice Board Game. Professor Noggins has some great countries of the world games. There's another one called Name That Country, which is a great board game. There's Geo Bingo, and we love Quick Picks Geography Card Game. As you can tell, this Passport to Learning Travel Unit covers just about every subject. If you want to include writing into your travel unit too, your pen pal letters, your older students can write projects, and your younger kids can do some copy work. And don't forget to explore the world with friends. When my daughter was younger, we traveled the world with my dear friend Michelle and her daughter Mackenzie. Each week we took turns planning activities to do together and countries to explore. I think one of my favorites was when we showed up at Michelle's house for our trip to France and she opened the door wearing this beautiful beret and scarf and holding a fresh French baguette in her hand and her daughter greeted us with bonjour while waving a French flag. The fun just multiplied after we entered their beautiful home and learned about France together. So don't do it alone. Get a few friends together and share the organizing and the fun. Okay, so some of you may feel like you can't devote an entire year to a travel unit. Well, then you can travel around the world in 180 books instead. Check out our Coffee with Carrie blog for our three-part series entitled Travel the World in 180 Books that we posted last fall. It's full of some really great books. And if you're one of those adventurous or serendipitous homeschooling moms, then you can subscribe to a monthly travel box and just be surprised each month. There are three really good ones out there. One is Little Passports monthly subscription. That one's about $15 a month. Eat to Explore is a monthly subscription box. It's about $21 a month. But our favorite was Highlights Top Secret Adventure. It's $49 for the year, but it is fabulous. So if you don't have the time to plan and organize on your own, perhaps one of these monthly subscriptions will be helpful. So, are you ready to travel the world and have fun exploring countries and cultures around the world and God's creation? Then make some cute little homemade passports and start planning your travels today. Thank you for hanging out with us and for joining us for this little coffee break. If this is your first time joining us, you can find us at our website, coffeewithcarry.org. We also have daily devotions and homeschooling tips at our Instagram account, coffeewithcarryconsultant. Don't forget to check out our website for links to resources that we mentioned in this podcast. If you heard something you liked, 
then share our podcast or our Instagram or website with a friend who might need a little encouragement. Or share it with a friend who might be thinking of homeschooling next year. We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless. And see you next time.